0: I'm Sharina Mikasa. Welcome to my podcast, Miraculous Healing with Sharina Mikasa. I am on season two and I'm talking all about chakras. Yes, our energy centers. It's been a wonderful journey and uh, I am so excited to talk about the fifth chakra, the throat chakra. And uh, there's just so much here. And that I've been uncovering as I've been talking on chakras, I've been working on balancing my own chakras, which is part of the reason why it's taking me some time um, in between um, because of whatever I'm working on. And as I am now speaking on the throat chakra, uh, definitely one of the reasons I uh, have started this podcast in the first place is to use my voice, find my voice, exercise my voice. And um, I'm just so excited to, to get in to what I've discovered uh, about myself and my own journey and using my voice and what that means, what that looks like for me. And so, yeah, let's get into it. If you don't know what chakras are, they are the energy centers located uh, along the spine from the base to the crown of our head. Um, And when they are balanced, our life force, um, also known as our chi, uh, C-H-I, flows properly through our body and we may feel happier, more vibrant, have overall well-being. But when one or more is blocked, it can affect our emotional and physical health. Um, We can experience low moods, various health issues and physical ailments. Uh, So the fifth chakra. It's the gateway for energy between the lower parts of the body and the head. And, you know, I think that is very interesting. You know, all of these uh, energy centers are, they are just what I've been learning on this journey of how key and crucial they are to having optimal well-being and living life uh, from you know, your, your highest self and to understand it as the, the gateway between the head and the body. It's pretty deep, right? Um, so it's located in the throat area. The Sanskrit term for it is Vishuda. Vishuda. Vishuddha. <laughs> um, I think I pronounced it right. And it means pure, or purification. And the location, as I said, is the throat. The mantra is ham. That's spelled H-A-M. It's not ham. It's ham. And uh, I've definitely checked that out to make sure. But it's spelled like ham. But yeah, it's pronounced ham. And the color associated with the throat chakra is blue. The element is sound or like space, and the earth chakra, as I have been speaking um, on the chakras each, uh, the earth has its own chakras, um, energy centers around the world, and the throat chakra for the earth <laughs> is considered, um, it's, it's located uh, in Giza, the ancient Egyptian pyramids, right? wow so if you've been there you've been to the throat chakra of the earth i've only been to one um, location and that's mount shasta and that's also the root chakra of the earth and it's it's uh man very high vibrational i've had some seriously life-changing miraculous uh spiritual experiences in mount shasta and i can only imagine what it would be like to visit all of the um energy high energy centers of the earth Um, and yeah so the throat chakra it represents the ability to speak and communicate clearly and effectively so I hope I am doing a good job with this it's related to the expression of yourself through truth purpose creativity and individuality and it is also connected to the second chakra or the sacral chakra which is another um, energy center um, it's the second energy center. Did I say that? Yes, I did. Um, But the center of emotions and creativity. So there you go with that connection there. Um, It focuses on expressing ideas clearly, gracefully, and honestly, and projecting one's authentic uh, creativity into the world. Man, as I read all this, as I say all this, I just think about where I'm at with expressing myself and my creativity, and I've definitely been on a, a another journey. I've been on a very long journey of self-discovery. I feel like I found that, I um, found my purpose, and now it's been about um, just like this evolving into it, like really shaping myself into to just being all of um, these different parts Of myself and expressing all of it Um, because there's so much in here, so much in me. I have so much experience, life experience, and uh, what I want to give to the world, and finding my way um, in doing that and expressing that and finding my voice and using it. Um, and excuse me if my voice is a little raspy because I have been singing all day. I had a musical, an audition for a musical and I sang, um, Listen, which is a song that you built out and I, I couldn't stop singing it. So I actually, um, just kept singing it over and over and over knowing I had to record this podcast, but it was just, I, that's where I, what I feel right now is like how awesome to have an audition at the same time where i want to talk about the throat chakra i also recently did stand up and i want to talk about that as well but that song and what it means to me and what it's saying about listen and finding your voice is that's what that song is all about it's about finding your voice and she says it uh beyonce if you don't know who sings it it's from dream girls um i did record myself singing it uh several times so I will post it as well if you if you want to take a listen um and so so that's what's going on um with with my voice at this moment but I am ready to use my voice and I'm still finding my way on how to use my voice on the social platforms and just being honest with myself there and and what that is all about um but let's see when the chakras are, when the throat chakra is not in balance or it's blocked or overactive, there are different signs that you have. So there's uh, like feelings of depression, anxiety, low self-esteem. Um, you may not know how to ask for what you need or find yourself gossiping, struggle with listening, dominating conversations, speaking without thinking or unconsciously, um, and being fearful of speaking your personal truth, feel anxious about speaking or communicating, or experience a general lack of connection. Um, as I list off these things, um, just some experiences come to mind when I have felt this way. Um, and also just my thoughts of, of people that I know that are afraid to speak up or use their voice, um, and what happens to them in their bodies. Um, how they tense up or freeze or um, it's interesting when the throat chakra is blocked and what you witness uh, in yourself and with others. um, You you can also experience outbursts of emotion um, and and then also the opposite, just extreme quiet or refusal to speak. Um, And sometimes when you you have a blocked or overactive throat chakra, then you're highly critical of yourself and others. Um, I'm thinking about this movie that I, I recently watched um, starring Leticia Wright um, called The Silent Twins. It's based on a true story of these um, twin uh, women or young girls that started to, they stopped speaking um, at a very young age and they would only speak to each other and they had this like silent pact between each other, and um, like the only way they could ever speak to anyone was if one of them died, and I remember reading this story years ago and thinking about it and, and just the effect that twins have on each other, um, especially because my mother uh, is an identical twin, and um, just uh, I have spoken about um, how I have, I am a caregiver to my mother, um, because she suffers, uh, severely, um, from mental illness, um, though she's on a, on the other side of it now, um, which is why my business is called Miraculous Healing, because of the healing that I've done on myself and my mother and others, but, uh, the thing is, is that, my mother's identical twin sister also suffered um from mental illness um for a very long time before it really truly manifested in my mother and it was like after um her her sister passed away that's when the the disease the illness um really developed in her but uh these twins that were silent that they the way they functioned and operated and You know, they were considered to have a mental illness and ended up um, committing some crimes and getting on drugs, which landed them in the mental hospital for a very long time. But just watching the movie and understanding what happened to them and then uh, after spending like 11 years in the mental hospital, they were finally released, but they were committed to be there for life. But Someone fought for them to get out. Um, But one of the twins said that she she would um they that once they were released that she would die she just vocalized it and said it that she would die um to the woman who helped them get out and then 10 minutes after they uh were released she passed away with her head on her sister's shoulder and it said that she uh, passed away from an inflamed heart so if you listened to my previous podcast um about the heart chakra it's very interesting to understand that how, you know, just that connection of what happened, what, 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 what emotions arose in her, and, and then even how she manifested it to, uh, you know, for her to pass away so that her sister can be free and have a, a different life because they were pretty toxic each other so anyways sorry if i went too long on that but it's a it's an interesting story you can read all about it um, online um but so when you have a blocked or um when your throat chakra is imbalanced or overactive it also can show up physically as um, a chronic sore throat a raspy throat gum disease laryngitis mouth ulcers ear infections, sinus infections, thyroid issues, neck and shoulders, uh, shoulder aches, hearing sensitivities, jaw pain, or TMJ. So those are, are things to consider when you're um, you're just checking on yourself to see how your, your throat chakra is uh, working out. And if you're dealing with any of those, then um, it's, you know, it would be good to look into how to balance it. So, when it's balanced, you speak fearlessly and with compassion. You're open to listening and hearing others. Articulate your ideas, uh, feelings, and opinions clearly. You communicate clearly and ask for what you what you need in order to manifest the world in which you wish to live. You know and honor yourself. You accept things as they are, and maintain equilibrium within yourself and the, the world around you. And so I just want to speak um, uh, on my own experience. Because r- right now, you know, like as I've been on my journey of healing and just self-discovery and self-acceptance, um, one thing has been a fight for using my voice. And, and with my fight, I've had to really silence a lot of opinions from others that I've heard since my childhood. One of those voices that I've had to silence more than anything is my mother. She um, has been she she's really controlling and um, she was really abusive uh, to me as a young girl. And um, you know, it's what she learned um, in her own upbringing. And you know, I have a deep understanding of it as much as I can. But even as an adult, even up until recently, I've had to kind of vocalize to her, you know, like, you you can't control my voice. Because she would literally, up until recently, try to tell me, like, no, don't say that or don't use that word. Um, And as I got into my own, so the thing is, is when she became severely mentally ill, I became silent because I didn't want to trigger her. Her illness became so, it was just so hard and abusive, and there was a time that I even became abusive to her, um, because I was confused and didn't understand, and it was just me standing up for myself, um, and, and sticking up for myself, but when I started to realize, like, hey, this is a, this is a really sick person, I no longer felt that I needed to uh, defend myself or fight her. I just was like trying to figure it out like, well, what do I do? But to not trigger her, I became silent and I allowed her to talk mess to me and be abusive until I learned how to communicate properly and speak up for myself and tell her, hey, don't speak to me like that or I'm a grown woman. And I still sometimes have to say, like, I am almost 40 years old. You cannot control my voice. I've had to fight for this for so long. And, uh, you know, when in that time when I was healing and I was really silent, um, let's say between, I don't know, 2013 to like 2017, um There was something that started to happen like around like 2017 when I would speak for more than like an hour to somebody that I would start losing my voice. And that's when I started to become aware that uh, something's going on here that, wow, I'm not really exercising my voice. So when I speak, when I do speak for an extended amount of time, like I'm losing it. And that was actually like very eye-opening to me and even like say I I remember one time or a couple times having hard conversations with my brother to a point where I was like defending myself and high emotions were evol- involved and and like after an hour my voice would be totally gone and I was just like what the heck is going on you know and so In 2019, I uh, began taking vocal lessons, um, mainly because I love to sing and I wanted to just learn what to do with my voice, but while I was in the vocal lessons, I started to like even understand that it was so much more than me just wanting to sing it was about me finding my voice and speaking up for myself and exercising my voice and seeing my voice as a, a tool and as a muscle and that should be worked out <laughs> and uh, taken care of and exercised. like um you know like we do our physical bodies. And so I um, I did some vocal lessons for about two years until like even like a year into the pandemic, I think like, yeah, 2021, then I did this, this singing course and that was very helpful and um, yeah, even up until recently. So last week, I got back into stand-up. I did stand-up comedy for the first time in 2015. And on that journey was, that's when things were just really hard. I was in the midst of it. And even though it started like, you know, 2012, I hadn't really taken a break to realize what I was experiencing and how traumatic it was. I just kept going. I kept just, I was really trying to figure out how can I continue to pursue my career. And I wouldn't stop until I finally had nothing. I had. I was so broke. I had no money. And I had to, I was doing stand-up, but I was really depressed and uh, just realized that, hey, I need to go on a journey and so I stopped doing stand-up and I actually in my stand-up routine that I just did last week on March 9th, I I spoke about what happened and where what I did and um, I realized that I needed to do that because since I started my business and I've been back out there putting my finding ways to put myself back out there and uh, attempting to tell my story, there's a lot that I haven't been comfortable sharing. Um a lot of what i experienced with my mother but also what i um was doing to survive at that time and so you know it's interesting because i told my boyfriend that i was gonna joke about it and stand up and he was like are you sure you want to share that and he's like i don't think you need to i was like no i need to because it's a missing link um when i'm sharing my story of how i came to discover myself and, and what I did. And it's, it's such an important aspect of it. And I, and he was like, but people are going to judge you. And I said, and so what? And, and then what? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, so what's the worst that can happen if people judge me? And he's like, maybe they won't hire you. I'm like, okay. And, and then what? You know? And, and so we actually had some tough conversations about it and i actually had to say i think it's your own judgments over me that you need to face and you know um hearing that people would judge me um, I've, I've heard this from even the previous relationship that people would judge me about this and that also stopped me and so it was so freeing to finally talk about it on stage and just quickly. And, you know, some people heard it and they were like, oh, I didn't I had no clue, you know. And um, and so I have not known how to really share it, especially on the social platforms. But I, I am going to talk about it here. And so basically when I was uh, doing stand up and I had to to go on a journey, I um, became a dancer an exotic dancer which was a lot of fun and had it had its moments it's not what you see in the movies you know at least my experience wasn't It, it was a a very unique experience um as i was on my spiritual journey and um healing healing generational curses and traumas and just understanding why they're i'm so smart and educated and a lot of women that Um, end up in that environment are smart and educated you know just sometimes life deals us what it deals us and I'm like man I didn't create this world (laughs) and I'm not going to judge it you know but we are living in a certain kind of world that's set up in a certain kind of way and there are things besides the things that I've wanted just surviving you know And, and having to be there for my mother. The, the other types of jobs that I did where I had to be smiling in people's faces as a promotional model or a product specialist, I couldn't even do that anymore because of how defeated I was with life. I just, I was in a confused state. So that was kind of the only thing I could do and work sometimes, you know, four nights a month to at least pay my bills um, and keep going. You know, um, and, and and I I really, that's where I really accepted myself, discovered myself. Um, I was celibate in that time and just went really deep on my journey, got really close to God, create, started really uh, accepting myself as a healer and understanding that even there I was in, to give a service of love and what that means of just being love and understanding how love heals. You know, uh, there's so much more to talk about with that, but, you know, first I'm just getting it out and saying, hey, this is a part of my story and needing to speak on it so that I can know how to share the rest of my story and it feels so freeing it's it's so freeing that i um when it comes to using the platform when i'm having normal conversations you know it's fine but at the end of the day depending on who i'm talking to people have their thoughts of what it is so they already come with preconceived notions of what that means to them and and judgments to them and that's okay i'm okay with it i have an absolute no shame and as a matter of fact I learned so much I learned how to speak to men I learned a lot about how men work and um spoke with a lot of professionals um executives and you know it's like I was a businesswoman I am a businesswoman learned how to be a businesswoman and learn how to speak up and not take shit from somebody, you know what I'm saying? Excuse my language, but that's what it was I learned how to speak to people in that environment and become assertive because I'm a really nice person. I'm really kind. That is my nature. It's to be nice and kind, but in that environment, you couldn't be too sweet or too kind because otherwise I wouldn't make money. And so I had to tap into this a little like harder part of myself which I I could do because you know, I I grew up in the hood. My family comes from the hood. I grew up around dysfunction and seeing people just curse each other out for no reason. Um, and having to learn how to, you know, curse someone out nicely and to, and speak up for myself and say, you know what, curse them out with love, actually. And they received it as love and, and be like, oh, man, I'm tripping. I'm like, yeah, you are tripping, you know. Um so that is, that's that's something that, you know, on this journey of healing my energy centers and getting to the throat chakra and be using this platform and speaking my truth, I, there's no way that I can talk about the throat chakra and not speak my truth. And um, as I also said, it's also about listening compassionately and learning to be a good listener. And that's why even doing my, my job as an actor, and that's what acting's all about, is about listening so you can respond truthfully, right? And then also um, as a healer and as an intuitive empath, the, the way that I'm able to help people transform their lives is by deeply listening, active listening to what they are saying and interpreting the, it for them and also listening for what is not being said so that I can, you know, properly assist them in in their own healing and their transformation and supporting them. So, uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels really good. And I just got to say that, you know, um, if you listened to the last podcast on the heart chakra, I was just really so open and had this wonderful experience that I shared. And since then, I definitely had um, my journey of of uh, working on to keep it open um, because I had a lot of things that happened that would shake me up and uh, just I I was just so conscious of my emotions and how they're affecting me and affecting my body and my energy centers and it was it's a lot of work to stay balanced. I'm not going to lie, but it is worth it. And, um, as I'm on my journey to be super Sharina, that's, that's what I, I call myself super Sharina, you know, like supersonic. If you, if you ever played, uh, Sonic on Sega Genesis and, and see when he turns into supersonic, he's untouchable, you know, he can't die. Like anything touches to him, you turn into light, you know, he turns actually yellow supersonic. And I have a, I carry a supersonic around with me to remember you know that's the goal like to be super Sharina and I'm on that journey and like aligning my energy centers is getting me there because yeah I'm on I'm on my way yeah I feel so super right now so um I want to get to how to balance and and I I hope that this is clear when it comes to to balancing the chakras because it sounds like, it might sound like simple things to do or might sound confusing. Like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Or maybe like, you might not believe that that could help or not. But this is what um, is suggested. Um, you do Things that you can do to help you balance your chakras out. And so for your throat chakra, uh, you can chant, sing. You know, like I was singing my heart out. Listen. I didn't sing it like that, though. But um, you can sing or hum. Um, Do vocal warm-up exercises. Uh, There's some vocal warm-ups on YouTube that you can look up. Drink warm tea with lemon and honey. I drink tea just because I love it on a daily basis uh pranayama breathing exercises so breathing exercises is good just for calming the body period and relaxing the body all the energy centers but if you um want to practice breathing in i mentioned before uh in the heart chakra uh episode the ujjayi breath is a yoga breath and where you breathe in all the way deep into your tummy and when you breathe, when you release it with your mouth, with your lips sealed and you kind of make this like sound in the back of your throat when it comes out. Like it's almost like an ocean wave or they also call it like the lion's breath. So you breathe in really deep. I'm gonna do one um, to show you and breathe in all the way to your tummy. So I'm breathing. And so when I breathe out, I like just make this like pocket in my throat and allow it to come out and make that sound out of my throat. And it definitely is this really calming, um, meditation, meditate, meditating, um, can also help to balance. I meditate every single day. Um, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day. I try twice a day, um, most of the time, but You can meditate on the color blue and remember that word hum, not ham, but hum. You can meditate on hum and just repeat it to yourself silently in your head and you can either repeat it as hum or I've also heard it as hum. So uh, on YouTube, you can also find um, meditations for all the different chakras like music so that you can um, focus on whichever particular chakra And, and they also have ones with chants that you can find and say to yourself. Also, gentle neck stretches which is also good for vocal warm-ups and when you're getting ready to sing. Um, Neck stretches and head rolls, gentle head rolls. And yoga poses that you can do are the shoulder stand, plow pose, cobra, upward-facing dog, um, cat, cow, and fish pose. Uh, Foods that you can eat are apples oranges or fruits that grow on trees and uh or simple spices like salt lemongrass um, and ginger ginger's a real good one and i love a lemongrass soup and you know sometimes we you've heard and maybe when you're a kid and when you have a sore throat to like gargle with salt you know so there you go and uh there's some crystals as well that you can use and meditate with um i have some of these myself but lapis lazuli that is an excellent stone for exercising your throat and using when you need to speak um even in a public space or you know just having it on you lapis lazuli is a really good one aquamarine turquoise i love turquoise and there are just a number of other like blue stones that are blue crystals that you can um look into and then affirmations got to love affirmations so here's a few of them but i totally recommend you uh look up affirmations um associated with the throat chakra or, or even come up with your own that suits whatever you're dealing with or trying to overcome, but here we go, a few of them. I communicate confidently and with ease. My voice is necessary and I am heard when I speak. I am an active listener. So I really like these. I definitely... Used affirmations just to in believing in myself and believing in my voice and saying I have a powerful voice, my voice is powerful. People want to hear me speak, (laughs) you know. And it's so interesting because I've been saying that to myself for some time now, and and it's actually now being said back to me, which I am very grateful for. That people are letting me know that they want to hear me speak or that they love my voice and. You know, my mom has actually uh, been complimenting my voice, which has meant so much to me. Um, She's been complimenting my singing voice and been telling me, I love it when you sing. And when she says that to me, because my mom loves to sing and we sing together all the time. And hearing her say that to me recently is just like, oh my, wow, thank you. And she also went to my stand-up show and she loved it. She thought I was so good. And I was shocked because she is typically really critical, very critical over me. And and so the shift that's happened in our relationship to where it is now, it, it truly is miraculous. I am so grateful. And uh, just to be where I'm at, my eyes are opened. Like even speaking this out that I got through this podcast, I actually, you know, wanted to record it days ago and and even attempted to but I kept getting disrupted and I see why it took me I it it took the time it needed to for me to to do this and record this and make it get out what I wanted to say It, it feels good so um yes yes if you love to sing go on ahead and sing if you, whatever you want to do, use your voice. Don't be afraid to use your voice. I just want to encourage you. It's empowering when you stop stopping yourself and stop allowing the judgments and opinions of others to stop you from using your voice. And it might not be an easy thing to overcome, but even those things that might come up in your gut when you're ready to use your voice and you're it's just like something's telling you like maybe in your sacral area, you know? Um, hopefully these Uh, these points that I've made, or you can like Google uh, or research, you know, ways to heal whatever you're experiencing, anxiety that's coming up in your body, whatever you need to do to move that energy out so that you can use your voice because your voice is powerful. It is a gift. Don't hold it back. Use it, okay? Use it. You know, I started off my show asking if there were lightworkers in the room. And I've been doing this. I'm going to continue to do this because I hear and I see a lot of people saying they're lightworkers and calling out lightworkers out to action. But I also see a lot of lightworkers or people that call themselves lightworkers that are too afraid to shine. They're too afraid to use their voice. And for whatever reason. And I, I just want to say, hey, lightworker going ahead and shine shine your light shine brightly I'm saying this to myself I am encouraging myself to get myself out there do it figure it out I have big dreams there are a lot of things that I want to do in this world that I am going to do and I am okay with the time it's taking and the journey it's taking me to get there you know but I just hope that this encourages you to, to do those things that you want to do, that you've always dreamt of doing, that um, how whatever it is that you need to overcome within yourself, to get yourself to doing it, you know, just take that leap of faith. Go on ahead and take a risk and ask yourself if it's... So, whatever's stopping you, ask yourself why. Ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? And if the worst that could happen isn't that bad then ask yourself well why not why aren't i doing this you know go on ahead and ask yourself them tough questions and get past it and heal and 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 just stand in your power and use that awesome wonderful tool that you have as your voice all right so i hope that you feel this, if, and if you need me, you can reach out to me at miraculoushealer.com. We can set up a call and see how I can support you on this journey of healing and figuring out what it is for you to get you past whatever may be blocking you, to use your voice. This is why I started my business. This is, it's for real, I'm the real deal. I really am here to be of service in the best way that I can um, to whoever I, I can. So with that, I leave you the spring equinox today. And, you know, it's 2023. I am so, so grateful. Thank you for listening. Peace and blessings.